0: Zane Lowe, Apple Music.
1: Hey, what's up? It's Zane back with another conversation on the interview series. Billie Eilish, not her first time in this conversation space. In fact, if you scroll... Long enough, you get to the very beginning a few years back, and she was the first conversation in the interview series, a two parter way back in the day. A lot has changed since then. Obviously, we all been through this kind of really challenging quarantine phase, and how do you emerge from that? How do you take something on the road and do it safely, do it in a way where it feels like a celebration, but also taking into account the fact that the rules have fundamentally changed? Billy Ardish would know herself and her band and her team have done it so successfully with this new Happier Than Ever tour. We decided to celebrate by going to Sydney at the very end of the tour and driving around the back of a splitter van with her just hanging out driving through Sydney talking about what it is to put a tour on in 2022 the highs some of the challenges it's a really good conversation just to be able to focus on the live show and uh, all the work that's gone into it rather than veer all over the map like we often do if you want to go and watch a performance we have an exclusive right now shot at the O2 Arena in London which is up on Apple Music as part of our Apple Music Live concert series you can watch that now and in the meantime you can listen to the conversation which is kind of like a warm up a companion piece Myself and Billie Eilish talking touring right now in the interview series. You did it. It was tour.
0: I know. You did it. I did it say. <laughs> it's crazy. It's kind of sad. I was wondering
1: how you feel about that. I, I've, I've spoken to a few artists that come to the end of the road and it's, it's, it's this kind of completion depression.
0: Yeah. It's like that post-concert depression, but post Tour depression.
1: Yeah, where well you put so much into something, and then you may not ever do that kind of show again. I know that's. You've got to evolve, right? I
0: know. I, I've been I've been not thinking about it because I don't want to get in my head about it and freak out. Yeah. But but when I do think about it, I'm. It's a it's a little bummy. Yeah. It's it bums me out. I mean, because I gotta say that this show, and I I feel good about the amount of tour, and I'm glad to have like time now. Mm-hmm when this is like about to be done and everything like i'm i'm happy about that and i wouldn't want to really change that but this show is my favorite thing like i've almost ever done like this is this is the my favorite i think this is my best show that i've ever put on it's like the best it's the best live version of myself i've ever been like i feel like i'm just i've been better than ever <laughs> in this tour it's so cool i can't tell you how much i am like proud of this show. Like I'm, I like what I do for the most part. I actually really, really love what I do. I'm I'm a fan of myself. But there's some things that I'm like, if I were to meet somebody I thought was really cool or didn't know this or that, like there's some things I'd be like, I like that, but like, I don't need, you don't need to hear it. Like you don't need to, but with this show,
1: you stand by it I'm all.
0: like, anybody can come to the show, and I feel, all. yeah.
1: Yeah, because you've good. lived more life, you have more songs. And and I think back to the, that first sort of 18 months of touring when the album came out and everything went crazy. How do you know what the best version of yourself on stage is at that point?
0: It's you just don't. survival at that point. It's isn't survival, it, it is. <laughs> it's like, yeah. If I make like it to another baby. tour, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a baby girl, yeah. had never toured. Yeah. You know, I was like, what, 15, too?
1: It was dramatic, though, for someone who's, cause, you know, you went from these theatres and these clubs, basically, a couple of thousand people, where it felt like it was, it was almost a living room environment. You know, for you would sure. stop the show and sit on the edge of the stage and yeah. have actual conversations with the front rows. I know. And then that, that to it, the, when you came out with, with the album and you went on tour, it was like, oh, no, there's horror in here and there's drama and strobe lights and elevated beds and the whole thing just felt yeah. like leveled <laughs> up. Is it a yeah. bit of a blur, thinking back on that?
0: It is and it isn't. Like, I feel, it feels very clear and it also feels like I blinked and it's over. Yeah. It's so nuts. It's just, it's so crazy to think about all the different steps and like stages of it and how all of the touring and the shows that I've done built up to this tour. Yeah. Dude, this tour, like, no matter what's going on, and there's been some rocky moments. Like, you know, we've been, we've been touring this year, you know, like, Going at it, yeah, and
1: yeah. People need to understand this is North America, Europe, Asia,
0: U.S., and the U.S. for, a lo- for lots a long time. of U.S., yeah, Europe,
1: and Australasia.
0: Yes. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Started February the third. Ye- yeah, sure. In Orleans. city, you never know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. I don't remember? It's funny that we're in the van though, because I think about the van. No one ever talks about the importance of the van. And I'll tell you why <laughs> the vans are really important, right? Because the show doesn't start until you get in the van like it's true when you get in the van if you can help me explain that when you get in the van it's kind of that's when your head has to get into show mode right
0: yeah on the way to the venue mm. mm-hmm. you pop over to the venue get out of the car have some some catering do a little warm-up do a little sound check do another little warm-up yeah eat some food eat some more food <laughs> more food <laughs> you know I, I, it's crazy though like the 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 pre-show ritual mm. that I have been doing this year and doing these tours is so drastically different than what it used to be. How? Well, I used to just not give up. I was just a little carefree kid. As There's you another word for as that. As you remember what? You were gonna say it, I was what? gonna say it. You, what? Were gonna say,
1: you were a brat? You were a brat? I a little. Yeah, why not? Do I mean, you remember Zayn? Like, yeah, of course, of course. But it was like, <laughs> it was fucking chaos.
0: I just, but I also was just like, I didn't take myself like seriously. So I was like, why would I need to have any warm-up at all? I don't need to warm up my body. I don't need to warm up my voice. I don't need to like, Wow. I don't, I don't need to have a ritual. I don't need to put makeup on. I don't need to do my hair. I don't need to wear some cool outfit. Like, well, like a specific outfit. I just wear what I'm wearing today and like whatever I feel like. And I would do those shows just like, raw as f- like no pre anything and i remember so clearly people asking me like what's your pre show ritual what do you do before the show and i'm like nothing i just <clears throat> i am just living my life and then i go on stage and and now it's so different. I I have like a three hour. Because you came off that tour, you had a bust prep. up ankle. You <laughs> busted up everything. You, Zane. Was like, you were like so I was mentally exhausted. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, was I busted yeah. as hell? Like, I
1: mean, a- I was, even I was I knew because I'd see you on and off and you'd be like, man, I'm really <laughs> struggling out here. <laughs> yeah. But then I saw the the, the documentary that, that Apple Ugh. TV Plus did and I was like, I had no idea you were going through it that hard.
0: I, I was going through it. Yeah. I was really, I mean, and, and the schedule of it all just doubled the, yeah. the hard of it and I was just I was I was I was playing the game I was doing I was waking up early doing press all day you know mm-hmm. doing long meet and greets mm-hmm. and doing a lot of things that like I loved to do and I'm glad that I did it but it's really real draining and yeah. then I was doing zero warm-up for anything and like didn't give a shit. I just didn't give a shit. I honestly lately I've been really thinking about how how I really prop my old little girl self yeah. for being so carefree. I yeah. was so carefree. I did not give a shit at all. I think
1: it's, I mean, looking back on that now, you must think like, how else could I start it? If I came out totally. any other way, no. it wouldn't have been authentic. It would have been like, oh, you know, I popped out of a factory and this is what well, I also, do. Well, also I
0: wouldn't have been able to handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that I just like didn't care. Lived in the
1: moment as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But then you had this time to make this album and it's it's hard to, to talk about this tour and not reflect the two years of quarantine where you were able to kind of fall uh-huh. in love with the idea of touring, touring. and playing yeah, live yeah. almost as a concept. Again, no one gets to do that. You get that once when you were a kid, imagine it, dream it up, then it starts, and then it just goes step, 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 step. Yeah. This time you were able to go back and go, okay, that's I kind of f-ed that up, yeah. I got that right, Yeah. and now I can get to almost start again. Is that how
0: it felt? Yeah, it yeah. was wild. I mean, yeah. it was so crazy to have like time to look, like sit back and go like, oh, okay, okay, got it. And like you said, like, life is not like that. Like, life is like, okay, here, next step, next step, next step. Keep going, keep going, keep going, you die. (laughs) Like, essentially, and especially with this kind of thing, my life had not stopped in any sense of the word for four years and then suddenly stopped, and everybody stopped. And I was like, oh, okay, let me, like, actually think about what I've just experienced. If I'm gonna
1: do this again. Yeah. How am I gonna do it? How am
0: I gonna do it? Yeah. And what just happened? Yeah. Let's let's think about what just happened. Yeah. And that was like in making the album, doing so much of that. It. it was like the most self-reflection I've ever done, and probably will ever do.
1: Could you even think about performing those songs live? Because to me, it felt like there were two separate things. The first album, I felt like okay, in a way, you kind of knew that that moment was coming. Right. This album felt like a really faithful representation of how you were feeling on the inside, and then we'll figure yeah. out live
0: later. Yeah. Kind of crazy. It's it's weird. Like, touring felt so far away. And I was, I mean, I was truly, truly terrified that I would never get to do shows again. It's so crazy the way that life changes. I found a video front that I took like last summer. Last summer. Yeah. That was like like a video of my computer watching watching myself, like it was like some show in like Prague or Russia or something. And I had I, I I was taking the video of the screen and it was just like a really fun show and I posted it and I literally said like crazy that this is the life that I used to live like one time I this was my life crazy no that was, that was my life once like cool not my life anymore yeah that's nuts you know
1: yeah I think about when you announced this tour. And the video that you put up online which was just you in an auditorium yeah on your own alone. and i was like that's kind of perfect you know it's like just waiting for the doors to open in the hope that anyone even shows up anyone
0: shows up i just was i just was like it's not ever going to happen again that's it no more touring so it's been so even even more like monumental that it has happened and it's like And I was worried, I was like, is everyone gonna be in masks? Is it gonna be weird? Are people not gonna wanna be all close? Are people gonna get sick? Are people gonna get sick? Am I gonna get sick? And like, thank God, it worked out really well. And as soon as that tour started, I was like. We can do this. Yeah, it's back.
1: You gotta hand it to you and your team. I mean, you you, you take all of those things really seriously and and when you put on a show, it's it's not just a a way of making money or playing songs or keeping things alive, like you, you do really, put a lot of emphasis on the experience for everybody. Yeah. I guess that's why we're having this conversation because you've now got this gift, like I don't know how many millions of people you've played to on this show, but there's probably 10 times, if not more, the amount of people who didn't get to see you on this tour. Yeah. So, so now we're gonna be able to show this performance, which is awesome.
0: I know. And,
1: and in a way, that's why we're doing this, right? Because you wanted this to be a gift for your fans to be able to see the show who didn't get to make it.
0: Yeah, big, big important thing for me. Because again, like, I love this show and I want everybody to see it. Like, fans and also just, like, people. I want, I think it's a really, I feel really proud of it. And I made it really important to, it's always been really important to me to have the show feel interactive. And I think, like, Tyler was always a really big inspiration in that realm of, like, I want the crowd to feel like they're part of the show.
1: Yeah, because one minute he's David Bowie and the next minute he's, like, Edie Murphy or Richard Pryor, stand up comedian. You know what I I mean?
0: I know he's such a nut. Yeah, but yeah, I like. I hated the idea of going to a show as a fan and feeling like you were there watching a show. Mm. I want. I, I like. I. I really was so intrigued by the idea of like. No, no, no. He, we are here together.
1: Well, that happens around Therefore I Am, right? That, so the first so two, three songs, it's a real show. And then the lights go on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, let me take a look at everybody. And <laughs> yeah. I wonder how that feels because in a way it breaks the spell, not just for everybody who's like, can she even see us? Oh, no, she can see all, all of, of us. Mm-hmm. Oh how my that God, feels Zane. for you, on, you know, Dude, on stage.
0: It's so wild because I've been to arena shows. You're up there, and you feel completely invisible. You yeah. feel like nobody's looking at you. Yeah. Nobody can see you. Why would anybody? Because you're so far away, yeah. and the artist is so far away. Yeah. And, like, why would they look at you? Why would they be able to even see you at all? Yeah. And I'm up there.
1: And you're desperate for that connection, right?
0: Yeah, you are, but you're like, yeah. That's a, it's That's not possible. Dude, I'm up there. I can see
1: everyone. So you, is that a moment when... You're really trying to take in as many faces as you can. Acknowledge. I what try so hard.
0: It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Also, because like I feel like people get feel awkward <laughs> because I'm like sometimes I'll, like the other night I was doing a show and I <laughs> I was like really noticing people and then I felt like I was wasting everybody's time <laughs> because I was standing there like <laughs> I was standing there like <laughs> like because I want to. It's such a surreal like nobody. I've said this so many times. Nobody is, like, meant to experience a high like that. It's just not a thing that's, it's not a normal thing. There's no, like, it's just not normal to be one person up on a stage in front of thousands and thousands of people purely cheering for you alone, like, every night. I mean, that's just, like, not a normal human experience, and it is so wildly surreal that I can't, I did a show the other night in New Zealand, and like, I did three shows, but the last one, and it was all the same venue, Mm. and it's the same show, Mm -hmm. but the last one there was just like moments where I was just like, ugh, you guys! (laughs) Like, this is so, oh my god, it's crazy. And like, I look all the way to the top row, and honestly, like, arenas are the perfect size. Now that I've played stadiums, and I've played the small ones, and I've done all the sizes, Arenas are like the perfect size. Because I agree.
1: People used to complain about arenas. i will never go to arenas, and I'm like, you're missing a trick. It's actually the perfect. It's space. actually
0: perfect because you can yeah. see everyone. Yeah, and it's, it's way bigger in the crowd big. than
1: it is on the stage. When you're on the stage, the floor is it's big, but it seems intimate. It's right? very.
0: It, uh, I feel that it's very in- intimate, yeah. and it totally doesn't feel like that when you're in there. Yeah. But I try to make it as intimate as possible. Well, it's just you. This is
1: the crazy thing about your show, right? You, you've got the t- you've got your band behind you, mm-hmm. Andrew, right? Andrew and Phineas. And Phineas. I mean, with you forever. My boys. That's your boys, but That's it. But they, but they play this amazing role of just keeping the music just moving and dynamic, yeah. and it's powerful. But it, after that, with the exception of you and Phineas and that beautiful, delicate moment in the middle of the set, it's mm-hmm. powerful. It's just you. Are there moments, just even fleeting moments when you feel lonely up there?
0: It depends like, w- where I am and or if I'm going through something that I don't feel like I can communicate. Yes, so there's something going on with you. That's the that's the worst part because the fans to me feel so, like I feel like I know them all Yeah. really well that then when I'm some, experiencing something personally that I feel like it would be inappropriate to make public information. I can't tell you how many times I'd yeah. be backstage and be talking to my team and be like, God, I wanna just go on stage and like, talk about everything that I'm feeling. Can I
1: ask you a really obvious question? Why why can't you find a version of that? Because I understand that there's some things you need to keep to yourself in order to process them and deal with them in your own time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't need the whole world trying to help you. Yeah. By the way, people can, there's a saying, be thoughtful with your thoughtfulness. Even when everyone's trying to be really thoughtful, it can still be a lot. <laughs> yeah, right? it's, just it's like, please stop true. being so thoughtful, mm-hmm. and that can happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. But there must be moments when you feel like, Honesty is the foundation upon which you build this relationship each night.
0: That's what's so hard. That's what's so hard. And that's what's so hard about having, having gotten to the, the, I guess, level. It's like gross to say, but the level that I've gotten to yeah. is that for, for the, be, the whole beginning of this, honesty was such a giant part of it. Yeah. And like my openness and just the bigger that you get and the more your life becomes I don't know really how to even say it, but it's just, you can't, you can't be as honest.
1: There's a really amazing sort of continuum that goes through these shows, yeah. The Happier Than Ever Tour, which is like, be yourself. Yeah. And be yourself with each other. Yeah. And be in the moment mm-hmm. and try not to let this environment make yourself conscious.
0: Yeah. That's like, a, I, I say that every show. I have this like whole thing of like, the rules are like, yeah. don't be an ass don't be judgy and just have fun and just have fun like i want because it, it really is even though it's not fully it's up to us to do that because there can be times when you're just like i don't want to have fun yeah i'm not going to have a good time you yeah. know yeah. like oh a stupid friend wants me to go to this stupid show and i know i don't want to go so i'm going to like not have fun yeah. to prove that i don't want to be there yeah yeah <laughs> at least yeah. i've done that before yeah and like me too. i know that we are aware we we are not 100% in charge of having a good time or not but we can influence ourselves
1: well what you can do is you can just do your best to try to 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 in that moment be a part of something that's bigger than your problems yeah right exactly because that's why we pay the ticket for the ticket and we go to the show
0: mm-hmm. is just for
1: a split second we're encouraged to be in a present moment and away from all the other shit that's going yeah. on yeah that's the important part of it how long when you get on stage like okay first of all I got to talk to you about, like, the last tour, the prevailing physical ailment you had was ankle-related, and how do you get on stage on this tour?
0: <laughs> so, I... You
1: get shot out of a hydraulic f- yeah, cannon I six feet in the air and land on your feet every I night.
0: I do. I uh, do. So, <laughs> Zane, I have been working on my bones and my... Body yeah. for for the last since then really mm. and f- more seriously for the last like four months I've been like completely changing the way that my life is involving fitness like I'm a gym rat now like when the f- did that happen I don't know but it did and I've been working really hard on and it started with it started with I can't get injured anymore can't yeah. do it not not gonna let myself live like that yeah. because I lived like that for yeah. years. And it was, it was really, it it, it sucked.
1: Yeah, because you, you, <laughs> like, you're because you you like in a motivated industry with no self-motivation.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it like was, we need you to be motivated every yeah, night for the crowd. No. It's like,
1: yeah, but I can't even get I motivated can... to go to the gym and do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's like... Dude, no, it, it was just, I just had a moment. I was like, no, 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 I, I can't get energetic anymore. Not going to, that's can't be part of my life anymore. I got to figure it out. And I worked really hard. I mean, it's changed my life. I, I started working out really heavy in, May-ish, mm-hmm. um, but then s- especially coming back from Europe, I started, like, working out at a gym for the first time, mm. and every day, like... And I know that's, like, a pretty... Like, a lot of people do that, but, like, it, th- that was not a thing I did, and it's become such an in- incredibly huge part of my life, yeah. and I it makes me feel so much better as a person, mm-hmm. and the way that I can move on stage now, I feel like so much better. And like
1: something's not gonna go wrong.
0: No, I don't have to worry, Zane. Yeah, I yeah. used to go on stage and be like, hope I don't break my leg today or yeah. hope I don't like twist my ankles and sprain my fucking whatever. Yeah. I-, I literally would would start the show wherever I was like, Wonder what's going to get injured today.
1: Oh, what a terrible way to kick off it's something that's supposed to be like a, just a natural release. And the crazy like thing
0: it, is it wasn't just an irrational fear. Like it would happen. It would
1: happen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we know. We've seen it. It's, there's footage. I mean, th- there are moments when you and Phineas come together and it's just the two of you and you let us into the side of your performance, it's it's, it's very much a side of how you write your songs. It's always special, but I feel like you really, really zeroed in on that. It happens exactly at the middle of the show. so around the 50 minute mark and it's like, all right, I love you. That's a copyright. Everyone's gonna wanna hear that song forever, but your power, that song is like maybe the best thing you've written.
0: Yep up to this point I agree.
1: and it just sits in the middle of the show and I and I always get the feeling like people are waiting for it like what's it like watching people react to that song every night that you play at that moment
0: it feels really big especially because that song is so dear to me and so like I feel extremely protective over that song and very like attached to it and also you didn't know if it would people would understand it necessarily or get it or like listen. And you know, when we put that song out, that was the first single we put out for Happier Than Ever. Yeah. And I remember in my post in my caption, my caption said like, "Please just like listen. Like listen to what I'm saying and fucking shut up. Like listen to it." Because what has happened so much and and definitely happened with that song in a, in a way, but less than I was worried about, way less than I was worried about is like people are like, "Oh, cool new song." You know, back yeah. to their lives. Yeah. And they don't sometimes really... And I feel like this about other artists that I like. I'm like, guys, listen to this song. And it's like, everybody does. And they're like, oh no, no, like, listen. I'm having like, that with a new IT Monkey song
1: right now. I'm like, really? you just need to listen yeah, to just, this. Yeah, just like, listen to yeah. this. Like, yeah.
0: get it in your brain. And yeah. like, take a second. And as soon as that song starts, there is like a, a really good... I get this really good feeling because the way that people cheer when they hear it is like yeah. a different kind of cheer than the rest must, of the, it, the, it, the it, show.
1: It, is it a moment when you get a chance to see what it means to people in the crowd? Yeah. Because it's, when, you, when everyone's going up and it's like hype, that's cool. Like you're going to see everyone in different versions of themselves letting, letting go. Yeah. Um, that's a whole different experience. It and is. It's just the two of you and you can see, right?
0: Yeah, and I can see everyone. And the visuals... They're, they're, they're like, it's like a small mm. kind of interstitial of like a snake, whatever. But it's mainly just like me and Phineas on IMAGs. Mm. And so it feels even more intimate because it's just like that, that's all that's there. What always gets me is on the ending of both verses where it gets to how dare you and how could you, the crowd on those specific lyrics, especially the second half, they, they get louder and louder and louder on those lines, and they, like, scream, how dare you. And that always just, like, makes me feel, like, so good and sad, because I'm like, fuck, yeah, like, really, they are feeling what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, and you, I, it and resonates. Yeah. So it feels really good, because I really was, I was, like, worried, and it's, like, it's a vulnerable thing to write about, and I, I kind of hadn't, I didn't really know a song that was about that, didn't have a song really like that growing up or anything and really wish that i did i kind of wish that there was would have been a something that touched on that subject and there really wasn't and, and so i was worried i was like i don't know if people are going to get this i don't know if it's going to translate and i no, think I they know. did
1: so look at you on a crane <laughs> <laughs> but jane taylor yet yeah, when she's catwalking on a no, f-ing no, that no, is not. crazy i know but you're on a crane <laughs> it's a big crane i'm
0: on a little cherry picker
1: you're on a cherry picker so People are going to see that on this on this performance on, on Apple Music. And and so give us an idea of what that feels like. So when we're watching it, we're kind of getting it through your eyes.
0: Uh, honestly, like one of my favorite things that I've done. God, it's a crazy, crazy thing to experience. So I get on this mm. little thing and it lifts me up. And I'm not strapped in. I'm just like in this little cage. So I can bend over the side and I can like lean down and I can put my legs through and I can... You know, whatever I get to look down and see the entire floor and get really close to the int- like all of the seats and everybody sitting. <sighs> Honestly, the first couple times I did it, I remember actually coming off stage and actually saying out loud to somebody like, "That's too much power. I right. got way too much power." And I'm there like, I feel way too good.
1: That's the, that is to me what the, the the beauty of this show is, is that you're constantly wrestling with that. Yeah. Like. I have this, this these songs that mean so much to people, and everyone's paying to come see us perform them. But I need it's like clockwork. Every yeah. three or four songs, you're like, turn the lights on yeah. and let me talk to you. Let me see you. Right? Let's yeah. let's break this spell
0: uh-huh.
1: for a second. Okay, I got a question for you. I've never asked you this though. Some of my favorite artists in the world have gone through eras in their life where they don't mind immersing themselves in the power. They're like, I'm just gonna do the show. Uh huh no lights on, this is a show. Like, could you ever see yourself doing that? Or do you think you need to like pump the brakes as you, at, when it gets to hysteria mode, it's like, no, no, stop, everyone just stop, listen to me, we're gonna have a one-on-one, a one on 20,000.
0: I do that for me, really. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't like feeling like I'm performing for a crowd. Mm-hmm. I like feeling like I'm like performing with a crowd. Like that sounds kind of To It's st-
1: almost like you're part dumb. of it sometimes.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly, It's interesting that you say that, like because what really bothers me and the way that I judge certain shows and like you'll hear me talk about a show that I didn't enjoy doing or felt like I did a bad job or like the crowd wasn't great, whatever. It's almost always a situation where it felt like I was, they were, they came, yeah, it felt like they were watching a movie Mm. and I was, and they were all like there, like. She's not looking at us. We're we're looking at her. That freaks me out. I don't like that feeling. And I think like that's why the I do the kind of show that I do. And you know, I was actually like I wanted to go back to this of like the fact that it's I got Phineas and Andrew up there, but like it's me up it's there. It's you. It's literally just me. Yeah. But that's what I wanted. You know, and people like we had lots of meetings where everyone where I I've definitely said many times like it's hard because it's just me up there. The kind of common response is like well let's fix it like let's change it you know you don't have to be all alone you can do it this way and i was like yeah but this show right now it it's it, it's so right and even though it's a lot it's like it's like the coolest thing i've ever and it feels really cool to be able to 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 say that it's just me up there yeah you know and it makes me feel like i kind of in a way did it to like almost prove to myself that i can do it
1: isn't it sort of the antithesis of what you thought you could do when you were a yeah. kid yeah come to life like yeah. okay i've proven it
0: because you know what I would hate is if I had a show that, and I have this in some ways, I would hate if I had a show that I could sit back and think, if I didn't have this element and this element and this element, or like just this element, yeah. would I be able to put on a good show alone? And I, because I think when you get to a certain point where you use all of these different tactics, like, wow, it's so pretty. Oh my God. Yeah. You use all these tactics, like you kind of forget how to do it alone. And I would hate to have that feeling. And I think like now that I've done it, now I feel more comfortable in like future of touring and I could play around, you know? I can play around with that idea. That
1: to me is gonna be the happier than ever era. Yeah. You don't own what I look like or how I perform or what I write (laughs) or definitely what I say. Yeah. (laughs) You definitely don't own that. Definitely
0: don't. Mm -hmm.
1: And and I, I feel like this whole era has kind of opened up all the doors in the corridor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you have
1: all the keys now, if you yeah. want to open any of them and you can try almost anything Dude, at this point.
0: Like sometimes when you're talking and if somebody asks you a question, if you just start talking about it, you kind of find the answer and you don't even really, you didn't really even know it, but like you kind of, and you kind of start realizing you're like, oh, actually that's 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 how I feel. Oh my God, I was talking about happier than ever. Mm. and And not only that, but like, all of the boundaries that I broke within myself in 2021, and like all the things that I did. Like I'm a very extreme person. I really like things to be very extreme and I've been dealing with that in therapy a lot just because it exists in every aspect of my life that I I have this compulsive need to have things be extreme. I, I, I need extreme sensations and that's deeper than we need to be, but it's mm. true, and it, it exists in all aspects of my life, including creative. And mm. and I had fa- I realized that I because I was feeling like regretful of like oh did I you know did I do too much with the happier than everything and was I like being too much of an aesthetic and like trying too hard to. It was like, did I go too far? And I realized that no, what I was trying to do was prove that I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah. And you, like, totally. go, go so extreme that then once I did the extreme, then I could be like, okay, you got that. Now you're chill. Now I can do whatever I want. Because I was in this little box for a long time of like, she's this kind of person. She does this. She wears this. She looks like this. She sounds like this.
1: Yeah. That's it forever.
0: That's her forever. Yeah. I was actually, I heard a thing that Emma, chamberlain said yeah. recently where she was like it's weird growing up in the public eye because people get to know you when you're a teenager and that's how they think you are yeah but then you grow up and then yeah. they're like they still think you're that teenager yes
1: yeah, the arrested development of, of the fame syndrome yeah. right it's like you know it, they say that the, that the moment you get really famous is kind of where your growth stops and what that really means is that we as a public yeah, even for the best of intentions, we want to keep you at that place when you were most powerful to us.
0: Mm-hmm. So true. Right? Oh my God, so and, true. And the only
1: way you break out of that is doing what you did or what other of, of your peers and contemporaries have done, which is actively follow your mm-hmm. own instincts and your own artistic craft, no matter what. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Yeah, it's totally possible you could have been ending this tour thinking like, all right, next album, I may be starting... In theaters again, or or rebuilding this in a different way. Mm-hmm. The question is, would you have regretted it? Because I mean, you did what you wanted to do, yeah. what you had to do. And I
0: did it because I had to. I had to go all the way to then come back and and feel freedom. Yeah, and and
1: we all love you for it. Because at the end of the day, like like watching that show now and watching the way everyone's responding, they love these new songs. Like they mean something yeah. different. Mm-hmm. And in a way, when you go back, and <laughs> I'm not trying to be like cruel, but in a way you go to some of those other older songs, and it's like. You almost have to in- inhabit that billy yeah. to perform those songs. It's
0: it's absolutely true. Yeah. It's true.
1: Yeah, the growth is extreme.
0: It um, is extreme.
1: You, you finished the, the show with happy than ever. It's such an ironic way. I don't know if ironic <laughs> the right word. I never know how to it's apply that It's got irony. Word. It's
0: got irony. Well, the last
1: words are L- just leave me the f*** alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, bye. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> I didn't
0: even think of that. Oh, shit.
1: It's okay so because everybody screams I, it back at you, so don't worry about they it. They love it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
0: You made me ha- the whole room is screaming, you made me hate this city. Yeah. And I'm like in their city performing. I know. And I'm making everyone be like, yeah, tell me you hate the t- city that I'm performing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in. Tell <laughs> you me I'm you're it, your hometown. In place <laughs> yes, totally. tell me how much you hate it
1: yeah no the lyrics definitely are not your average <laughs> like thanks for coming celebration of you so much. yeah, yeah i'll be like see you nice year, like, two years <laughs> um but how does it feel to finish the show with that kind of level of catharsis because it's not just you i mean it's when phineas breaks out the solo and everything goes you know it's it's a proper as it does on the record it's an yeah. explosion of emotion
0: yeah it feels anger. great it's a good it's a solid one that i do definitely like during that one i'm like okay like just me like th- thrashing my head around which only it, goes so man, far everyone,
1: everyone's there for it but that's what i was trying to say before like there, there must be a future for you at some point where you go like i definitely can push the show part of this a little 100
0: but that's what i'm saying mm. is that i wanted to i wanted to do this mm. so that i'm like yeah i can do this i can carry a f-ing show all on my back thank you very much you know what i mean like yeah, i can, can. Yeah. and now i'm like okay cool i know that have that in my pocket yeah now we can play around with the idea of more
1: because there is a concept to this to this show right In, yeah it, to you mm-hmm. which is what
0: visuals 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 bro mm-hmm. i mean since the first concert i ever saw which was the neighborhood which was completely changed my life and like I'm my. i'm so
1: glad you said that dude it's i so underrated as an influence uh, to me there's this it's certainly as far as la is concerned there's before the neighborhood and after the neighborhood
0: to I know me, dude. they
1: represented were well, coming out of the valley like that and writing those songs and being doc pop.
0: You don't have to tell me about it. I could talk about <laughs> I could talk about the neighborhood. I could talk about the neighborhood for like the next ten years of my life, straight, like for real. That was the first show that I ever saw. Mm. and I've essentially been trying to make my show feel the way that show felt since then. I mean every the amount of the amount of times that I've Mentioned that show and mentioned like everything that they did creatively in in talking about anything I'm going to do is, is is truly insane. That's and the
1: magic of it, right? I was talking to Maddie from the 1975 about that. We were talking about Glassjaw and he was like, I've just been basically trying to be in Glassjaw in my own way ever uh-huh. since I discovered that band. It's like there's nothing wrong with inhabiting the...
0: It's inspiring. It's
1: inspiring, right? You yeah. want to walk in those footsteps and try and twist it in your own life. And I
0: just I just remember the feeling that I felt because I had, you know, I'd never been to a real concert, but I'd been to like little shows and like little whatever. Yeah. But the feeling that I got at the beginning of that show in my chest, I can't even explain it. I mean, it was just I, I truly can't explain it, and I my main goal is to have everybody have that feeling at my show just the feeling that I felt. And it's not even specific to like necessarily, like it's not like I, I did, oh, I'm gonna do what they did. I just, that feeling that yeah. I felt, I was like, oh, okay. How do I recreate that feeling for everybody? That makes everybody?
1: a lot of sense. I can see you striving for that.
0: Yeah, I wanted, a big thing in my inspiration of, of what I want the live show to be, it, was, it came from a lot of rap. Like it, that was a, a, a very large, and, and the way that I perform is is incredibly inspired almost almost purely inspired by hip-hop mm. and the the rap performances mm. that i've seen
1: well it's the it's, it's often the only other place where there's one person one on person. stage holding down 20,000, mm-hmm.
0: things. and it's interactive yeah and it's a crowd yeah. artist thing you have
1: to break that barrier the stage diving the yeah, moshing the like that thing.
0: was a thing that i used to watch videos of my favorite artists doing live shows and i used to cry cry because i was like I'm never going to be, I'm, never, I'm a girl. I'm never going to get to do that. I'm not.
1: Like who? Like who, who made you that? Who got, who got you that, that emotional? Like when did you feel like there was, that, that you had that like, bridge to cross?
0: I would just watch these YouTube videos from like rolling loud from these, these artists that like had the, the entire crowd. Like just, Uzi
1: Vert. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. Uzi. Yeah. Like I used to watch that motherfucker, yeah. that cute ass motherfucker up there with his little
1: I knew it Oh it. my
0: God! And it like, I know. but the whole crowd is like-
1: Raging. There for yeah.
0: it. Yeah. And like he jumps off, he would jump off these like tall, like yeah. the jumping off and the like swimming through the crowd. Like Jesse used to do that where like you yeah. swim, like it's just like stuff like that. I used to just be so, I don't know. Like I would, I would watch these performances and, and cry. And that was my goal. That was my goal. I want, I want the crowd to have the craziest time ever. I want it to be scary. That was, that's another big thing that I have always strived for in yeah, my I live show. I yeah. want it to be really scary. Yeah.
1: I, I'm, I'm, I love that when I go to a show and I, and there's an unhinged nature to it. And I'm not talking about the energy in the crowd. Cause that's something else I want to finish talking about that real quick. Um, but. Definitely that sense of like, I'm uncomfortable. The Scary. way that the music mm-hmm. and the visuals and the performance is making me feel is like, oh, it's an unattainable thing. Yeah. I can't understand it. Super into it, but I can't understand it. Yeah. Another constant I think that's been going on through this tour is, is just the love and care you show to your audience and how engaged you have to be to ensure that every single person mm-hmm. in there feels safe. Oh my God. And it feels good.
0: Yep. Well, that's the other thing. Like, you, you have to feel comfortable first before you purposefully make yourself feel uncomfortable, like in a way that you would like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: because so you establish the ground rules. Yeah. And then you break them.
0: You have to have permission from yourself. Mm. I'm safe. I'm good. Now Mm. let's get a little unsafe, Mm -hmm. but in a safe way. I don't know. And, And that's what I'm saying about like the fear thing. I want everyone to feel safe and comfortable at my show, but I want them to be like so spooked. Like I want... (laughs) there was i I saw lil wayne at um he played i think it was F i don't remember it doesn't matter but he had these visuals and this was really inspiring to me too this show his visuals were just like the biggest screen i'd ever seen yeah and like the weirdest what the was on those visuals i don't know but it was so like (laughs) it scared the out of me and it also was like the coolest thing i'd ever seen he had this one that was like an a, his it was like his head giant covering the full screen and he's like it's animated yeah and it was just him nodding like this
1: yeah and disconnected from a the poem. show in a very strange it way. was and it was so, it was that. like
0: fully offbeat too the head bobbing yeah and it was like one of the most inspiring things in in my life weirdly i don't know why i just i remember being in the crowd and like seeing that Mm -hmm. and being like (gasps) and I got this like very unfamiliar feeling of like oh but like it it was it hit me in such a a way and the way that it felt with the music just like inspired you really got me
1: let's talk about this concert that people are going to be able to see on Apple Music Live yeah Obviously, we love you at Apple Music, and we're super stoked that we get a chance to be part of sharing this experience for your fans. Mm-hmm. Me um, too. And, and what you love about this show and, and what people are gonna be able to, 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 to see.
0: Oh my God, a lot of people didn't get to see the show, just cause that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited to give that to people. You know, the, the shows that I didn't get to see when I was younger, either like couldn't afford them or like just didn't get a chance the idea that I would have been able to go and watch them professionally shot, Mm. you know, in a theater, like, would have been my absolute dream. Mm. I don't know, like, my show is such an important part of me. My live show, to me, is one of the most important parts of me as an artist, and the idea that there are people that know me as an artist and don't know me live Mm. freaks me out. And it's funny, I think about this. This is what I was going to say is that, that I think like some people are artists and then they tour because they're touring their music because they're an artist. Mm. And you got to tour their, tour your music. Oh yeah, they do a live show. Let's go see the live show. Mm. And it's just like the music, but live. And to me, my, and that's fine. That's like nothing weird about that. But for me, my show and my just touring is like,
1: an extension of who you An extension yeah. of,
0: of me as an artist. Yeah. Like, I want, I kind of wish I was known mainly for my show in a way. And not like, oh, this show is amazing. Just like, performing is the thing that I have wanted to do more than anything else yeah. in my life. And that's the thing that I, I give the most with, I feel. And like, it's just, so, it's so important to me. And I want people to have that.
1: What we've, what we've established is that it, it, it's the most honest and direct Reflection Mm -hmm. of who you are, yeah. As a person, the most complete picture of you to this point. So the fact that it's been actually cataloged, I know. And now you feel safe to move on and
0: do other shit. I know. I know. Well, that was the other thing of like we kind of had this conversation of like this show is really good and this is a, a moment in time that's gonna go away. Yeah. And it's not gonna be this way.
1: Yeah. It's not.
0: And like it's gonna end.
1: Yeah. What do we do? We started out. You were like, I'm a bit sad. Yeah. But actually, this, this will live forever. Yeah. And you'll be able to look back on it. And you'll be able to look I'm back gonna on it. I'm going to be
0: able to watch. That's the other thing is like, I don't get to watch my show.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for filming it. I'm stoked we get to put it on Apple Music.
0: I know. I'm stoked to that. Uh, and I got
1: to come out here and talk to you about this tour, which has been, I mean, I, I want to honestly take my hat off to to you and your, your peers. There's only really... I think a few of you who came up very early on and established new ground rules post quarantine, and mm-hmm. everyone's touring now, and festivals are open, and it's great. But at, at the level that you're at, you Harry, there's a few of you that came out and went out the gate. We're going to tour. Mm-hmm. We're going to tour globally. We're going to try and be as safe as we can, and we're going to really see if we can actually hold on to this thing this time, yeah, and not let it go, yeah, because we lost it. We it's lost it. I cannot,
0: us. can't, I can't lose it again. I really can't handle it I don't I don't know what I would do if I lost this honestly and to get deep with you like mm-hmm. I truly don't I, I the dis, the despair that I had when I couldn't do this show I never ever want to feel that way again yeah, I'm sorry I don't want it's so scary to me that it could that it happened at all which means that it's possible mm-hmm. I never would have thought that would have been I mean who the would have said that could have ever happened
1: no it's the most surreal time of my life it can't
0: happen again i can't let that happen i mean my life is about doing those shows
1: in case you're wondering about the sound quality of that um we were in the back of a splitter van driving to a location and decided to capture that conversation with billy eilish on the move which was actually surprisingly easy i thought i'd be more distracted by the ongoings outside the van but um Compelling conversation and nice to be moving. So there you go. Enjoyed that. Hope you did as well. Coming up next week, a conversation that I've actually been waiting for and uh, put a few miles on the road to try and get. I'm excited to be able to share it. Myself and JK, a.k.a. Jamiroquai. Thanks a lot.